nerds, and welcome to Technomancers, the D&D actual play podcast whose idea of a good physique is a bullywug. I'm manic pixie dream boy Ivan Brett, coming to you from the London offices of Elastocloud, and I'm joined by four of my friends and colleagues who will introduce themselves in order of, of who's blindest. <laughs> starting, starting with the blindest. Go on, Rob. Is it me? I don't think it's I'm the blindest. We're, we're all pointing at you, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I minus, minus 1.25, minus 1.75. That's, it's not that much. Oh. No, that's... Oh, I'm blinder than you, I think. Yeah. I, 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 I think I'm, you're I'm, narrowly blinder than me, but only slightly. I'm almost as blind as you. Yeah. I, I'm less blind than he is. <laughs> well, wrong. we're not very blind at all. No. Mainly either. Well, we've now... We've established the order. Now let's have your names. <laughs> <laughs> As is customary in a podcast. Oh, Rob, I think you should go first this week anyway. You never go okay. first. Okay, yeah. thank you. Uh, I'm I'm Rob, and I'm playing Linus of Monardis. Um, I think having having worked it out, uh, I'll go next. Uh, minus 1.25 and minus 0.75, if anyone's interested. Uh, I am Misha. I will be playing Light Through Rain. Let's all get her customised glasses for Christmas now we know the, the prescription. Well, I've got a very similar prescription, um, but with an astigmatism, which means that I, um, light goes through my eyes as a spiral. It's lovely. Um, it means that every day it's different as well. It's lovely how it shifts around. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm Andy, and I'm playing Nigel Hellscream. Uh, so I'm Richard, I'm playing uh, Dickie Basilisk. Um, I might actually be the blindest thinking about it because I took a call all through my eye test. Um, so I don't actually know what my numbers are. I think they're between one and two. I bet the optician absolutely loved that. Yeah. He was a real techie as well. He was trying to show me like all of the 3D images of the back of my eye and I was just kind of nodding with my buds in my, in my ears. It was pretty rude actually. Yeah, I reckon most... he may well have just quit the profession after that one. Most <laughs> Richard thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> Once took a call during his birthday party while they were singing happy birthday to him. Just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, that is yet to come. Um, it turns out I'm in a hack on my birthday. Yay! Oh see my you. god. Yeah, oh, but god. it is an open AI hack, so that's good. Well, speaking of hacks... Uh, I'm now going to take you through what happened last week. Um, so, we're on this is episode 7. Can you believe that? Um, unless I've miscounted, which is quite possible. Um, but we've had six sessions of chaos, and here I am to tell you what's happened so far. Last week, Cloud Balls made a shaky agreement with the mole within the Lamplight Guild, Sardina, to steal the legendary Trident of the Tempest from its temple in the outskirts of town and bring it to Bestrigda, the underwater city belonging to the Bluefins. They decided to head to Knot, the slum district in the east of Everlight, to quiz some Redfins about their azure cousins, but had been waylaid by some potent, stimulant-laced brownies they bought at a dodgy cafe. Nigel had seven-eighths of one, but Dickie ate four and promptly transported his mind into a different dimension, filled with six-foot hamsters and a trove of gold. And that's where we are now. I feel like what I just read out cannot have happened and yet it did it did happen um, <laughs> here's where we are Here, here's where we are Dickie you are sitting on your 
not sitting on your elbows because that doesn't make any sense you're lying down propped up by your elbows looking up at a world that did not exist before huge hulking six foot hamsters in sleek fur and rippled with uh, with fat and warmth and wide-eyed horror stand around a stone statue that's split down the middle like a lightning tree in this dark cave behind them is a huge amount of collected gold trinkets um, jewellery a a veritable dragon's hoard of riches but the hamsters who were engaged in some sort of ritual ritualistic circle around this stone statue have stopped to look at you Light through rain, Linus and Nigel. What you see is Dickie on the ground in the middle of the square having a fit. Could you all roll initiative, please? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Me too. Or am I totally away with the fairies? Would all of you please roll initiative? Thank you. All right. Who's got above 20? I have above 20. I have 22. Nice. 20 to 15? I have 15. Uh, 15 to 10? Uh, 11. And below 10? Uh, I've got 5. Okay, alright. One more thing to say to you before we uh, start this. Nigel, you can see like a sort of faint overlay uh, with your wide, slightly pulsating eyes as you um, process the seven-eighths of a brownie that you've eaten. You can (laughs) see a sort of hazy outline of this same treasure hoard and hamster combo. Um, but it's as if it's, uh, you know when you take a double exposure photo and you can sort of see two things at once and you know which one's real, but equally you can sort of see the other one as well. Um, that's where you are. Dicky. you cannot see the real world. You can only see this strange vision. Um, and uh, Linus and Light Through Rain, you have no idea what's going on. First in the order is you, Nigel. <laughs> Nigel, what would you like to do? Um, uh, so I- I'm looking at some slightly transparent <laughs> hamsters. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what Nigel wants to do. Maybe run away. Um, yeah. <clears throat> no. And, and Dickie's on the floor. Dickie's like having a fit. Yeah, Dickie's on the floor, yeah. He looks kind of um, blurred because one of him is sort of sitting up straight and one of them is just lying on the ground with froth coming out of his mouth. <laughs> so it's, there's kind of two Dickies and one is vibrating. Okay. <laughs> Pretty, brilliant. Um, Dickie! Ah, what's happening? I've also read Stone Still from before, so I'm like kind of like yeah. jumping, buzzing a little bit. Um, ah, this, this! I'm going to point at the, the hamsters. There's, there's hamsters! There's hamsters! And... Um, they look threatening, or do they look happy? Oh Cute. yeah, no, they so, look, they look really threatening. They're sort of bearing their claws. Hamsters have claws, of course, yeah. um, and they have all stopped, and they look interrupted. Right. Um, it's like if it's like it's like if two aggressive, strong men were kissing in an alleyway, and you walked into that alleyway, and they both turned around and looked at you. Like you've caught them at something, but they're furious about it. <laughs> so I feel like I'm in the wrong alleyway but um, maybe they should have put like a sock on the alleyway door well yeah no the alleyway door exactly if only only there was a door on this alleyway this wouldn't have happened it was ridiculous these people need to take responsibility for where they're kissing Um, I cast 
mage armor on myself. Fantastic, excellent. And what does it look like when you cast mage armor? Oh, I, um, I, I guess I shimmer a little bit, and um, little parts of my uh, dashing little uh, attire that I wear start to look just vaguely more wispy, sort of flowing around a little bit. Look like Paranormal. I'm not exactly in the same place every second. Well, that's kind of perfect, considering that you're kind of halfway between two, two dimensions here. Paranoid from the brownies, and also confused, uh, and also probably quite scared of falling asleep, like you have in every other combat we've had. You um, begin, begin to shimmer with this uh, sort of purple-pink uh, armour, um, and now your body too seems to sort of straddle these two dimensions in a, in a slightly more uh, considerable way. Nevertheless, uh, the real world is much more solid than this strange vision on top of it. Um, you stand protectively. Your HP, no, your HP, your AC goes up considerably. Wow. So your armor class becomes 15. That's a big improvement. You are chunky as heck. Now don't fall asleep and you should have a good time. <laughs> Light through. Light through rain. Uh, you're standing above Dickie, who is vibrating, and then Nigel, you look around and notice that Nigel is now kind of swishing with this arcane armor, and you're now suddenly feeling, I assume, quite worried that something is going down. But very, very worried, I think, is a good description of how Light Through Rain is feeling right now. <laughs> yeah. um, oh dear. Oh. Um. As far as I, as far as I can see, what's happening is that Dickie's lying on the floor vibrating, and Nigel has just essentially protected himself against unseen enemies. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna. About <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm gonna try and like communicate with Dicky. I suppose I'm. I'll try okay. and use my like telepathy skill rather than speaking out loud to try to get through right. to Dicky. Is there anything mechanically about the telepathy skill, or are we just gonna sort of um, yeah, go go with the old mechanically? He can't respond, but I can talk to him. Um, I think he just has okay. to be within uh, 120 feet. He's within five feet. That's, that's less. That's less than 120 feet. All right. <laughs> that's massive. What are you going to say? That's, yes. Um, what are you going to say? Uh, I'm going to reach out with with my mind and say, um, Dicky, what what is it? What's what's happening? What can you see? T- tell me what you can see, and and we can fix it and hope desperately that he can hear me in some way and use his words. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you, you, Misha, as the player, you fully know he can't respond in telepathy, but I'm not sure Light Through Rain knows that. So, Dickie, uh, you hear these words suddenly echoing around this chamber um, like a sort of uh, a tannoy system um, for a lost child. You just suddenly hear Light Through Rain um, and, her, and her words just requiring information. You don't yet have a chance to respond, but on your turn, you might. And now it's the turn of the hamsters, who uh, see you, Dickie, and begin to growl um, as they uh, slowly, not even slowly, my god, their movement speed is high, uh, they rush towards you with a ferocity and fury that is utterly terrifying. Um, they, uh, they run down, and I think two of them reach you. Scruffle Nuts and Fluffkins here are going to <laughs> run up to you and they just lay into you with these claw attacks um, as you are prone and therefore they have advantage. My goodness. Um, okay, here we come with a claw attack. First one is a natural 20 and the second one is, is, is an 18 to hit. 
So I'm guessing that all hits, does it? Yes, with my AC of 12, it absolutely does. Oh my god. Yeah, I just rolled 64 and I rolled 4, 4, 4, 3, 3 and 4. <laughs> um, what's your max HP? Uh, it is um, mm. 14. You're fine, but you're definitely unconscious. As soon as he falls, his, his, his vibrating stops and Dickie falls unconscious. Um, uh, Nigel, you see both versions of Dickie just dropping to the ground um, as they converge around him. Dickie, you dropped to zero HP and you are unconscious. Next in the order is you, Dickie. Roll me a death save, please. Oh my word. <laughs> You've got to save him, guys. You've got to figure out how to save oh, him. Oh dear. Yes. Ouch. Uh, it's two. That's a fail. Dickie um, convulses once. A small, chunky piece of vomit fills his mouth. Linus, your turn. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hamsters will get you. Uh, now, Linus is Im- immediately panicking. Um, just because, regardless of any situation we've been in, somebody has almost died. Um, and he very much feels like it's on his shoulders. Um, so this time he's going to learn from the mistakes he had last time, um, move next to Dickie, um, place his hand on uh, like Dickie's chest and cast uh, Spare the Dying. Okay, so fantastic. Mechanically it that. Heal. So it doesn't heal him for anything, but he does become stable. Dickie, you feel uh, from somewhere deep within your sub- unconscious mind, you feel a warmth and uh, a caring energy um, uh, absolve you of your drug-taking sins and <laughs> release you from any risk to death. However, you are fully unconscious and not aware where you are. You are in neither of the places as far as you're concerned. Linus, that was your action and your movement? It was. Um, great. Any Anything else you want to do, Linus? Uh, nope. I oh. don't think I have a useful bonus action at the moment, so that'll be me. Great. Nigel, it's up to you. What do you want to do? Oh, I, 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 um, y- you know, realistically, um, I think my time has come. I've always wanted to be a hamster murderer. Um, <laughs> so, so I want to enter combat with uh, the well-named Scruffle Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant name so I'll move beside Dickie um, next to Scruffle Nuts and I will attempt to hurt him uh, in I guess a relatively traditional way um, with my I don't know what am I going to do my quarter staff right I got a quarter staff don't I yeah um, I... Is, that, is that effective? I, I don't, you've never had an action before, have you? I've never done, I've never done a single thing. Do, I'm, do you I'm, not I'm have sure a, one a of spell? These, okay. They'll probably have I some know. kind of reaction, which is to cast sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. So I cast Booming Blade upon my yes. quarterstaff action. Um, yeah. It's a very noisy quarterstaff. Um, and I'm mm. going to try and bonk him on the nonk. It's a boomstick. Hey! (laughs) I got got me a boomstick. Okay, go for it. So, uh, am I wielding this one or two-handedly? I imagine two-handedly. 
nothing else in my hand. Okay. So I click that one. Oh, oh 20. Lovely. Give me some damage. You smack this hamster and the, the, the sort of subcutaneous fat within its beautiful sleek fur rumbles angrily as you attack it. Give me some damage. Ooh. 10 bludgeoning damage. Bludgeoning, hell, that's fantastic. Yeah, you strike Scrufflenuts uh, right in the gut and he just <laughs> um, vibrates furiously. And as he does so, you hear the kind of strange booming energy surrounding him like he's stuck in the middle of a sound wave. Uh, he sort of seems confused and you, you know this, he doesn't know this, but if he now moves, he will take uh, damage. And as soon as he takes damage once, he will then know that's what happens if he has, you know, cause and effect within his mental capacities. Right now, he doesn't know that's the problem. Good stuff, Nigel. Next in the order is Light Through Rain. Um, the, I feel like this is a, this is a, a question for the DM. Do you mm. think Light Through oh, Rain... I'm that. You're the DM. That's you. <laughs> um, would you like me to make some kind of insight check? Or do you think Light Through Rain has enough inherent intelligence to work through the cause and effect that... Uh, something terrible happened to Dickie after eating the brownies and now Nigel is attacking something that no one else can see after eating a brownie. I, I, I thought eating a brownie make... might might at least put us all in the same visual plane of existence. I'm not going to make you roll for that. If you, Misha, think that's going to help, you can eat a brownie too. <laughs> think it's worth a it go. It will take an action because they're yeah. kind of, they're, they're flower free so they're quite sticky like it does it, it's gonna, I mean, even with your best six seconds this is going to take oh, yeah, it's, all of it. It's you know. going to involve a lot of, um, I mean well like like whenever you give a cat something slightly sticky and they sort of start going yeah, doing the weird sideways jaws. Um, I'm going to shout to Lance but I think brownies and I think I can see what they can see um how much, how much brownie would you like to eat? Um, I mean, Nigel is bigger than me. Mm. So I guess I'm going to try and steal one out of his bag and then eat half of it and see if that does the job. Yeah, I think there's eight brownies in his, in his um, uh, bag. And, but I think maybe seven and an eighth, actually, but I don't think we... <laughs> I don't think there's a possibility for fractions within roll 20. Um... I'm going to be kind and say you can steal and eat one in the same action, because otherwise it's going to, this is going to be very, very slow and dangerous. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. You, know, you saw Nigel have seven-eighths. You saw Dickie have four. So I need a yeah. definitive number from you here. Um, hold on, just to, be, just to be sure that I can get to wherever the hell Dickie is. <laughs> okay. You grab uh, a brown... You chomp it down. It's delicious and slightly crunchy. It's got a kind of popping candy consistency on your tongue. Um, and almost as soon as you've begun to chew this down and get it, the sticky, claggy substance off your tongue, um, you feel more awake than you've ever felt in your life. Your hair stands on end, which is for you kind of a doubling in, in, in girth, I think. Yeah. Um, and suddenly you can see this strange dark brown overlay, these ghostly hamsters popping into existence one kind of booming uh, silently um, because you haven't yet got the, the sound um, yeah you're still in the town uh, and, and you can still see various townsfolk um, uh, kind of backing off 
uh, terrified as Nigel just pulled out his um, uh, two-handed quarterstaff and attacked the air. Um, yeah, you can see both. That's your action. Yeah. What do you want to do? Um, I don't think I'm just going to super quickly check if any of my um, sign abilities are a bonus action thing. Uh, step if you haven't reviewed it on your turn. Ooh, that'd be useful. I can use a bonus action to teleport. Uh, yeah. Feet per side point spent. Um, but equally, I think I could just use my movement speed and get the on my feet. Um, I'm just going to get that on, on, on foot power. Um, so, no, I won't use bonus action, but I will sprint towards these uh, these two. There are two different sets of hamsters right now, one making their way towards Dickie and the other ones who've reached Dickie. Are you, are you going for the ones further away? Yes, sorry, I will uh, yeah, use my movement speed to sprint towards the two further away hamsters to keep them away from Dickie. You run into the fray towards these two spectral hamsters uh, and also towards a, 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 a couple of halflings just exiting a, a barber shop. As they see you running towards them with your hair standing on, they kind of turn and just run right back into the barber shop again, uh, slam the door, and um, yeah, you are, you're sort of moving forward into the fray. I, That's the end of your turn. Yeah. Oh, go on. I was going to say, I think what Linus sees is you know, when a cat suddenly does like the massive eyes, hair stands on it, that just sprints off after ostensibly a ghost. Yes, I, I think that's what Linus has just seen like through Raid do is just all the hair goes out the eyes go giant <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's a terrifying sight for anyone else <laughs> just kind of just this um, yeah huge your eyes it's not possible for them to triple in size but somehow it looks like they have um, and uh, yeah the hamsters are slightly intimidated but also taller than you and fluffier than you and cuter than you and they're now going to try and attack you so um, here they are uh, they're going to try and bite you. Six, six and twenty. To 20. Hit. Well, the twenty will definitely hit. Uh, six, I'm pretty confident doesn't, but I am quite solid. Four, four piercing damage from bites, oh. and then they're going to claw you. Oh, not so great from them. That's a thirteen and an eleven from their claws. Both of those miss, which is lucky. Um, the the two hamsters next to you. Um, and I know I know their names, so I'm going to tell you, Hunkin and Ozzy. Um, uh, both kind of reach forward to scratch you uh, Hunkin sort of slightly off balance uh, Oddy trying to stand his ground um, but they don't manage to get through your kind of static electrified fur uh, they're confused by the actual size of you and the appearance of the size of you being like vastly different things right now and they don't manage to hit meanwhile Fluffkins and Scrufflenuts are going to try and grab Dickie so Fluffkins moves forward Scrufflenuts also moves a little bit which means um, uh, Nigel could you roll me a d8 please a D8. Indeed, I can. Right. D8, and I get a three! Okay, as Scruffle Nuts begins to move off uh, the point where he was, uh, this kind of huge sonic just poof, uh, vibrates the entire world, it seems, and Scruffle Nuts takes another chunk of damage. Um, nevertheless, he is free of the booming energy, and he and Fluffkins drag Dickie back up, up the stairs uh, towards their trove of gold. Um, so they are going to be impeded here by Dickie's... I mean, he's small, but he's dense, right? Um, like a, like a, a badly risen loaf of bread. Uh, so he's going to do that. 
Um, Nigel, you can also take an attack of opportunity if you want to. Scrotonauts has just moved out of your. Yes, I would um, like to. Area. I would like to. And it's just any attack. Yeah, yeah, it, it, a melee weapon attack. You can't take an, yes, an attack action. Okay, cool. Alright, I shall roll with my quarter staff again. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. As I click the button, I'm on the wrong tab. Read my spells. That's. That's what happens when you read your spells. Okay, here you go. Uh, one of those. And it is a 14 to hit. 14 hits. Give me some damage, please. Ooh, here we go. Three bludgeoning damage. Oh, my God. So not only does the, the uh, booming blade hit Scrufflenuts, um, you then clonk him around the head with your uh, quarterstaff. Hurt. Almost dead, I think, at this point. He kind of dizzily pulls Dickie back away from the fray and up towards the statue. He looks bad. He's bleeding from his head uh, and his his uh, beautiful sleek fur is beginning to mat with blood. Um, and he just kind of... I, I think I think hamsters make that noise, right? <laughs> Squeeze, squeals away up the stairs away from you. Uh, Dickie, it's your turn. It's a good... Great question. I was thinking about this because Dickie's fully in this world. Like through Ren and Nigel, we have established a sort of semi in this world. I think it looks like Dickie is moving himself along the ground, like even though he's unconscious. <laughs> he's just kind of like shuffling away from you, like with his arms, moving himself away. Um, sort of rippling like a worm. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. You can sort of make sense of it. Like it's not like he's being dragged. It's not go. It's not like there's ghosts pulling him away. It's more like he is reenacting what he's experiencing in the other world. Right. Okay. So you could just stop him, Linus. It is. It is your turn, Dicky. I mean, it's your turn, but you're you're just sleeping peacefully here. Taste of your own medicine, mate. <laughs> you're both really good at sleeping, guys. <laughs> Okay, uh, I am going to kind of jog, I guess, mm. after Dicky, um, and I will try and lift him up to his feet to mm. almost like try and shake some kind of sense into him to, to okay. bring him back. Um, I'm trying to work out if your contested strength check is against Dicky or the the hamsters. <laughs> Are the hamsters a, a result of Dickie's mind? I couldn't possibly tell you that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you to make a contested strength check against Dickie. <laughs> so, Dickie, could you please make me an athletics check? And Linus, I'd like you to also make an athletics check, please. Okay. Uh, I am also going to expend one charge of my magical armor of strength Ooh. as an artificer to kind of just uh, give myself. Uh, well, I add my intelligence modifier to my roll. Nice. Uh, so was it just plain strength? Athletics, yeah. Oh, athletics, okay. Uh, so this is an athletics. I got a 19 plus 3, so 22. That's enough. Linus, you lift Dickie into the air. And uh, despite the fact that he seems to put up some resistance, you grab him freely and can move with him. You've already moved, I think, about 20 feet. So you may have some more movement if you want to. Yeah, so I've got 10 feet left, but I guess Mm -hmm. it would be slightly less if I'm carrying him. Yeah, it'd be fine if you'd be encumbered for sure. Yeah, 
So I will just move five feet back okay. towards Nigel. With Dickie. Okay, excellent. Yeah, you yeah, start to drag him back towards uh, Nigel. Uh, yeah, the crowd in the Northwall Aurora is definitely like bothered by all of this. They do not know what's going on, whether it's a kind of a, a special circus act or something, <laughs> but they're not happy about it. Uh, and they're beginning to sort of grumble and look a bit worried. You hear a couple of screams. Nigel, your turn. Brilliant. So I <laughs> wonderful plan that might well be the end of school ruffle nuts. I feel bad because I like that guy's name so much. Uh, I <laughs> cast magic missile. <gasps> Oh, crap. Yeah, that is going to be the end of Scrapple Nuts. Magic <laughs> Missile is an auto-hit. Uh, so, you can click that button three times, and each of them is going to do a, a, attack a different creature within the range of that spell. Just tell me before you click each time who you want to attack. The first one is Scruffle Nuts, and then okay. I want to send two into Fluffkins. Okay, let's go for Scruffle Nuts first. Okie dokie. Okay, so then I click. Yep, that's the first one. So, oh, that's the first one. Uh, so click the name how much down. damage? That is three force damage into with your f- our friend. Go on. With your first uh, magic missile, you smash into Scruffle Nuts. You hear a kind of popping noise and then a deflating noise. A Scruffle Nuts just kind of deflates back into nothing. A big load of slick fur falls backwards, dead on the stairs. Um, your next two attacks. Fluffkins. Okay. Okay, here we go. Five force damage. And? Five force damage. Wow! Okay, so ten more damage uh, against Fluffkins, this other one who was carrying the limp body of Dickie. You um, throw your hands out and fire these kind of um, slightly demonic-looking missiles at the hamsters. Fluffkins takes damage, looks angry, swipes at one but misses and is looking pretty hurt. That's your action. Do you want to move? I will move. I will move into uh, combat range just here. Um, next to my friend Dicky. Actually, no, just just a four Dicky. So um, it, Fluffkins might get some revenge, but I am ready with my shimmery clothes. Nice. You stride forward, blocking Dicky, getting in the way. So Fluffkins could attack you, not him. And that's the end of your turn. Make sure you've marked off one spell slot for your magic missile. And let's move on. Light for rain. Your turn. I was just going to ask oh. once again. Mm. Um, <laughs> does does Linus see Nigel just indiscriminately casting magic missile into a crowd of people? Yeah, or... you do. You do, but... No, what you, see... what you see is him casting magic missile at two imaginary um, imaginary things 10, 15 feet away. So the missiles just land on the ground in front of Nigel, and he sort of goes, yeah! as the first one hits, and then, hooray! Watcher, as the other two hit, they don't hit people. They just—he just aims them really near to him, and they land. Right. And he seems pleased about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Linus will almost like try and swat at Nigel's hands to like put your hands away like, as he's walking past, whilst I'm still holding Dicky on the shoulder. But obviously, can not actually do anything. Behave. <laughs> um. Okay. So is Linus is Linus occupying the same space as the hamster uh, then? That's carrying me. No, the hamster's not carrying you anymore. Linus has grabbed you free and is pulling you away again. So yeah, don't worry. The hamster there's no hamster carrying you right now. Good. You may not know that. I mean you okay. don't know anything, you just feel like you're being carried. Perhaps you're dreaming of being on a palanquin and being sort of slowly <laughs> paraded across town like the king deserved to be. Yeah. Being adored by your your many uh, subjects. 
Um, I will. Yeah. Do, do I go lethal strike or do I go silent? I'm going to do lethal strike and see if I can hear. So I okay. will spend a side point um, to use the uh, psionic focus and attempt to make, attempt being the operative word, uh, a lethal strike. Okay. On? On. It's a tough choice. I go on Aussie. Aussie. Because Aussie is closer to Dickie and Nigel. With me old dagger. So I guess what Nigel is saying is that you're just slashing a psionic dagger around for. Lannis, I think this is really upsetting for you. I think you feel quite isolated right now as your entire the rest of the entire rest of your party just attack the air. Uh, Absolutely. Unfortunately, I'm going to roll an eight for that, so that's going to be a waste of a side point. <laughs> and that's very squishy uh, hamsters. It's as effective in real life as it is in the imaginary one. <laughs> uh, yeah, that misses. Anything else you want to do in your turn? Um, I don't think so. No. I mean, I'm I'm tempted to use one of the sort of stepping ones just because I can mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a bad reason to do it I don't actually I mean, need to thing, move you are holding off two of the hamsters yeah, I, quite well here it's all good, I'm going to stay here and just sort of slash a, a dagger threateningly but not effectively at two hamsters uh, those hamsters are going to attack you right back um, once again, they're going to first of all try and bite you. Um, uh, oh, better this time. Oh, do you have something you want to... Yeah, I've got a new thing, which um, I can now do because I'm level two and I can use two side points at a time. Um, I would like to use defensive step. When you're okay. hit by an attack, you can use your reaction to gain a plus four bonus to PC against that attack. Uh, I then teleport up to ten feet to an unoccupied... Let me try that again. You then teleport up to 10 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. Okay, so let's resolve this um, in order. Yes. The, the first one, Hunkin, attacks you with a 19. Um, that matches my new AC, so it still hits. <laughs> it still hits, but do you still get the, do you still get the teleport? I think so, yes, because it only says potentially turning it into a miss. And is it an A, is it, how long is your new AC that high? Uh, I think it's just for the one go. I will post it so into you... the chat so we can all check that I haven't misread this. Mm. So it's not... Casting time. I mean, purely metagaming here, you may not want to use it right now. <laughs> yeah, I might not. Uh, when you're hit by an attack, you can use your reaction to get a plus four bonus AC against yeah. that attack, possibly turning it into a miss. You then teleport up to ten feet to an unoccupied space you can see. So you can still get the teleport. Yeah. Or you could wait and then potentially block a different attack. They, remember, they do both have uh, two attacks each. I There's might, four attacks. I might save it and see if I've got a chance of blocking a different one. Why not? Why not? Okay, so the first attack, first attack is a 19 to hit, which does hit. That's hit. Uh, and that's going to be seven points of piercing damage. And the next one's a 16. Uh, I'm going to use it for that one because I'm very low on AC. AC? Great. HP. HP. Cool. So source. you throw up your HP source. Uh, increasingly <laughs> saucy as you're being slashed and blood is coming out of all parts of you. Um, nice. Yeah. So this is now going to miss, I think, is it? It is, yes. Ozzy misses as he tries to tries to bite into you. Uh, and you can move yourself back 10 feet. If anywhere, I can see within 10 feet. 
Okay. Back is the logical place to go there. Uh, I think forward. I think moving. I mean, it's really <laughs> tempting to go forwards. How about just 10 feet up in the air so you just fall back to where you were and take bludgeoning damage? What about that? Also incredibly tempting just because it would be mm. very funny. But, um, I mean, can't lie, not entirely untempting to go 10 feet just into Linus. <laughs> but, uh, Please don't. <laughs> just felt. Uh, I'm no, not, I'm not I'm not I'm not unfortunately. Yeah, no. uh, I will go back 10 feet per five. Ten. Okay, they if use their movement speed to follow you. Uh, and they're going to do their claw attacks next. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's going to be a 22 and a 9. 22 hits, the 9 does not. <laughs> Okay, that's six points of slashing damage once again from Hunkin, who is doing so well. Um, his full name is Hun- his full name is Hunkin Donuts. <laughs> nice, <Beautiful>. nice. <laughs> okay, Hunkin runs forward, uh, scratches you up as you run away, and just kind of knocks you down. Um, beats his chest in a really cute way, and he goes. Ah! Um, it's really cute. It's honestly so cute. Uh, Ozzy misses again. Ozzy's starting to feel a bit sad about himself and maybe wishes he had a better name. Um, but yeah, they've done well. Uh, Fluffkins is going to attack you, Nigel. I'm not lying about this one. Fluffkins does want to... He wants revenge. All right. Uh, eight with his bite. Misses. And ten with his claws. Misses. Would have hit no me with that revenge. <laughs> Fluffkins needs to learn the ways of the world. Fluffkins is not doing well. And that's the end. Um, Snibbles and Fudgewobble, who are behind the, uh, the statue, kind of stand defensively, protecting the Golden Horde. And that's the end of their turn. Dicky, on your turn, what are you dreaming about? <laughs> well, Dicky saw a vision of the gold before uh, <laughs> he fell over um, and, uh, and was knocked out and nearly killed. Um, and uh, I'm dreaming about how we can uh, <laughs> how we can take that to market. So I'm thinking about the the uh, the precious um, the precious precious minerals authority, um, and how we can how we can have enough Kubernetes to um, to actually store all this gold, which definitely is now ours. Definitely real. Definitely no, has physical uh, existence and isn't just imaginary gold. Yeah, it's exciting to think of all the imaginary things you can do with this imaginary gold. <laughs> Linus, your turn. It is. <laughs> okay, now I'm a little unsure what happens here because Linus would walk towards Light Through Rain, who I assume he has just seen fall unconscious. Yeah. yeah. However, yes. in the map that I am looking at, in the <laughs> world that I cannot see, is there is an occupied space there. I think you share the space with, with Ozzy, actually. I just share the space? In a way that really disturbs Nigel. Okay, and I I do still have (laughs) Dicky on my shoulder. Oh Um, yeah, yeah, Dicky comes with you, that's fine, yeah. Now, I have a choice here, because I can either stabilise Light Through Rain with Spare the Dying, or heal one of the two of you, and I feel like healing would probably be a good idea here. Yeah. Healing does everything better so, than it does and more, right? Yes. <laughs> so I think I will cast Cure Wounds on Dicky and kind of place him down. Be- 
before you yeah. make your choice, Linus, right, I just want to tell you that I am crap. Right? <laughs> You're literally going to cast sleep on me. <laughs> that I have, right. I have two spells, I right? Mean, I, I would like to point out that you've already yeah. stayed. Right? <laughs> I'm not stable yet. That that is true. That is true. Um, you don't. You've got so many spells, Richard. Just scroll down. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've got dots, magic, charm, person, absorb elements. You got loads. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, you could. That that I, would be I, a great I, idea. It is funnier than the idea. It's just not factually true, and I won't have that. There's, look, being factually wrong. Fair enough. There's, I've, I've checked the internet, no incorrect facts. We can't, have, we can't start that. We can't change it now. It's true, the internet's full of truth. Nothing but truth. Africa truth, okay. exactly. Okay. Oh, yeah, you blew a, a gust at that tiger. You have a vaguely scented <laughs> gust. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just to circle back on this yeah, so yeah, Linus will have kind of uh, th- this whole conversation that has just happened is uh, pretty much what's happening inside Linus's head. Uh, it has gone from oh no, I need to save my friends to which one of you is more useful, um, and he'll kind of like slightly shrug Dicky onto the floor, kind of like patting him slightly, like well he's, he's stable, right? Um, and then I I will cast cure. Wounds uh, on uh, light through rain. Okay, great. Give me some. Uh, Let's. What's the opposite roll. damage? Healing. Uh, healing. healing damage. Healing. Cast at what level? First level. Here we go. That is eleven points of healing. Oh, so wow. from my armor, all these little spectral hammers and sewing kits and leather worker tools all come out and <laughs> stitch you back together. They all initially go towards Dicky and then they turn around. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, like, <laughs> like in Beauty and the Beast, they've all got little animated faces, and they all turn around just like, sure. <laughs> and then I, 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 sort of I, I will turn. <laughs> I, I will turn back to Dicky to make sure that he is not immediately crawling away again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Alright, Light Terry, you're back up with 11. Linus, that's the end of your turn. Yep. Uh, Nigel, it's now up to you. Fluffkin stands above you on the stairs, but um, uh, looking pretty hurt. Well, I, I think that never want to try and change a business model that uh, is working well. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try and monetize the hell out of my booming blade. One more time. <laughs> nice, okay, go for it. So, I cast booming blade, and... I get a nine. Doesn't hit. You uh, you try, you, but unfortunately, Fluffkins is just too high up those steps, and as you kind of as you throw your quarterstaff into the fur, it catches just fur. Fluffkins laughs maniacally. <laughs> it's it's really cute. <laughs> uh, that's your attack, Nigel. Anything else you want to do? Uh, no, not at the moment. I don't think I've got anything I can do. I don't think I have any spells that are bonus actions or anything, so... Um, I I no. I don't think so either, no. no. Uh, light through rain, you're back up. Yeah. Um, you're kind of hoping that being knocked out will kind of knock the sense back into you, but you wake up again with double vision uh, as you see both worlds on top of each other. What do you want to do? 
and I, in fact, I, as a free action, I will sort of call to Linus and be like, there's, there's giant hamsters, they keep, they keep attacking, I think it's the brownies. Um, and then I'm going to spin around and uh, attempt to stab. It's, from my perspective, does Ozzy have partial cover? Because I can see both uh, of them. Oh, um, no. I think if you attack Ozzy, you'll also attack Linus. But I can <laughs> see Linus. You can see both of them, yeah. Then I'm going to try and attack Hunkins. Okay. Just to be careful. Because I think if I can see Linus, then I probably wouldn't try and stab through him. Because that feels rude. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know. Yeah. Um, you try with the ethereal weapon this time, so bonus action ethereal weapon, my slightly more reliable silent talent. Um, can he make a little fuzzy hamstery dexterity saving throw? Oh, he can certainly try. Um, what do we have? We've got this. He gets a 17. Well, he saves, but I think he still takes damage. But it's hard. Okay. Let me um, read it with my words. Um, makes a deck save and throw. On a failed save, the target takes the attack's number of damage. On a successful save, the target takes half damage from the attack and suffers none of the additional effects. So I will roll a dagger attack and he takes half the damage, which is going to be, you know, a great deal of damage from a dagger. That's half of seven. Three. Three damage. Three points of damage. That's not bad. You slash yeah. out. Hunkin takes a bit of damage. <laughs> not as much as you would have wanted, but a little a little nick in his beautiful glossy fur. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Is the end of my turn? Right. Hamster's turn. Hunkin is going to attack you, and Ozzy is also going to attack you. The problem with that, I think, is it looks a bit like Linus is attacking you. Yes. Um, that's all. Uh, that's. Uh, is that what they're going to do? It's Hang on, I'm going to roll a dice. Ooh, they exciting. They are not. They are going to turn around and pick up Dickie. <laughs> um, and begin to push him up uh, up the stairs back towards the, the, the statue. That means you do get an attack of opportunity to attack them. And Linus, you also, if you want, could try to use an attack of opportunity with disadvantage if you can infer that there are hamsters there. So far, you haven't attacked the ones you can't see, but that if you want to have a go, you can try and attack them as they walk away from you. Did you uh, say that? Uh, I will. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, Light, Light Through Rain did just call out that there were hamsters, and then I saw her swipe to the side of me. Yeah. So I will, um, yeah, pull out okay. one of my light hammers and just try and give it a little donk all right a disadvantage donk please yeah uh there we go that is <laughs> that's an eight unfortunately uh, your donk is severely disadvantaged and does not function <laughs> function as it's supposed it, it, to. it's donkless absolutely donkless um, it's an 11 for me on the attack opportunity that 11 hits please give me some damage and are you attacking hunkin or ozzy uh hunkin okay 
All right, great. Uh, you lash out with your dagger, doing uh, more damage this time than you did last turn, and it hits Hunkin, who um, squeals, <laughs> but still manages to walk away with Dicky. Linus, as far as you're concerned, Dicky is now just again sort of pressing himself away from you down the street. Um, with, with his elbows uh, just moving as fast as he can which is a, not very fast um, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to you but he is he's quite a long way away again and that's theirs Fluffkins is gonna go for a bite on Nige that's a 14 to hit misses and a 10 to hit misses oh my gosh you're a tank no, that's the end of their turn Snipples and Fudgewubble are they going to get involved here? Um, they, the two hamsters, are going to just back away to further protect their gold. Dicky, your turn. Any changes? Uh, no, I'm still dreaming of gold. The gold, the gold um, in your dreams is getting bigger and closer. <laughs> I'll say that for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm in a sound <laughs> sleep now. I'm, um, I'm always <laughs> purring. Just yep. like light through rain. Oh, strange for a gnome to purr, but it's, you know, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> just like rolling, rolling your arms. Oh. Just... Yeah, gnomes do lots of strange things when they drink gold and diamonds. Fade to black. Uh, Linus, your turn. I mean, I, I'm once again going to run after Dickie. Mm hmm. Is there any like sign of which direction he's heading in in the real life, like the real world, the material um, plane? I mean, he's going north. <laughs> he's just going north. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I just mean like he's not going to just throw himself down a, a wishing well or something um, like that. No, there's no. There's not, there's there's no not a, a comedic hole directly in front of him. <laughs> Hang on a I was going to say, it's a question though, because just because I feel the door would run east yeah. to west, so is he not going to crash into a shop quite fast? Oh no. Yeah, there's <laughs> the, the barber shop. I rolled a 19. He is, he is just kind of <laughs> crab walking himself towards the, the barbling barber shop. <laughs> okay, I will run over. I will run over to him once more. Um, kind of try and pick him up by the the scruff of the neck, and this time I will cast cure wounds on him. Okay. Uh, yep. Cure wounds. First level. That is an eight. Beautiful. That's an eight. Dicky, you're awake again, and you're again fully in the hamster world. You are staring down at the stone, ah. the cracked stone eyes of this ancient sort of slightly elephantine god that's been smashed down the middle, held aloft by two injured giant hamsters, but quite well, I would say. Um, I will add eight back onto your character, uh, but you are back in the order for when you want to take a turn. Um, and you can see that holding you up is uh, also as well as the two hamsters and in the same space as one of the hamsters to make a sort of strange eldritch um, uh, combination of limbs and, and heads and arms and organs. Ozzy and Linus in the same space. It's kind of scary. Um, that's what you can see. That's the end of your turn, Linus, I assume. Yeah, so do I get any type of feedback that he is no longer dying in 
the, the uh, material plane. Yeah, he begins to froth at mouth again and sort of like race. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. You couldn't ask for more, couldn't ask for more. There we he, go. Vomits, he vomits for the first time in about 15 seconds. Oh, okay. That's, that's good. Just as I'm touching like, him, lovely. Can you imagine like yeah, over okay. bonuses shopper, like when you try and burp a baby and it goes wrong? <laughs> yes. Right. Oh. Exactly. He vomits on the door of the barbershop and, and, and you see all these poor halflings inside like, going, Oh! Uh, <laughs> Nigel, it's your turn. Well, I'm going to do it again. Booming blade okay. from the horse. Here we go. Okay. That's a 19 yes. to hit. Oh, yes! That hits! Give me some damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. Fantastic. Wow, this guy is in real, real trouble here. Uh, you smash into Fluffkins. Fluffkins kind of staggers backwards, kind of panting in his hamsterial way. Uh, he is near death. That's your action. What do you want to do? So, he has got Blooming, blooming Blade on him. I am just uh, going to root. Get, if you let me do this, I'll root in my backpack, get some of the, the cookie. Shall eat this and uh, toss it to Minus. Um, you can grab it from your bag and drop it. Yeah, but you couldn't grab it from your bag and throw it. I shall drop it. I shall drop it. He's right next to me anyway. Okay, great. Yeah, you sort of shall eat this, drop the, <laughs> and then just drop the brownie <laughs> on the ground. Um, Schlafkin just looks down, go point at himself. <laughs> <laughs> what? They can speak. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only say this one sentence explaining that I can't speak. <laughs> it's like me in Spain. We've learned ways to deflect conversational way. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm very sorry, I I also oh, just w- wanted to appreciate the, the usage of the term hamsterial. Hamsterial, it's an adjective I'm, I'm trying out. Yeah, I yeah. like it. it. Let's see if it catches on. Um, I'm glad you picked up on that. Thank you very much. Yeah. You're welcome. What word of the day? Hamsterial. To do so in, in, in the way of a hamster, in, in the manner of a hamster. Light free rain. Hello. Will you behave mans- hamsterially in this turn? Um, I, I would like to Either. rush forwards, specifically hamsterially. Like on all, all fours, you know, good old, get me, get me scurry on. In a large perspex ball. <laughs> In a large perspex ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, is that what the booming blade looks like? Oh, it is! <laughs> <laughs> yes! And it makes the noise of a hamster nibbling on one of those water dispensers, just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Right. Yes. I would like to, yeah, rush forwards. Um, just slash out at old um, Hunkin. Hunkin's Hunkin. Okay. With, yeah. uh, with the dagger. I'm not going to try and um, psionic it because I've only got one side point left and I'm going to save it for emergencies. Okay. Go for it. I'm just going to hope that I can actually. Yes! That'll do. Nat 20. What did you get? That's a nat 20. Nice. Give me some damage, please. That'll do nicely. 
Uh, that's going to be a seven and then a two for extra Oh. Okay. Pumpkin is on death's door. Uh, the dagger seems to hit some sort of hamster jugular, um, and uh, dark, strangely adorable blood pours out of his neck. Um, uh, as he. Oh, oh, you got the you got the flowy one. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's great. That's your turn, Light. Unless there's anything else you want to do. Uh, yeah, that is. I wouldn't say no, that's me done, but actually, I, I think I just like to repeat Nigel's urging of like, Linus, I think you should eat the brownie, because uh, this is weird. <laughs> um, we will see if Linus does that on his turn. For now, Hunkin is going to. Ooh! Um, let go of Dicky and with his. Final action, I hope, I hope, until he dies, try to attack you, Light Free Rain. Um, so that's going to be, ooh, um, a 16 for his bite. It's going to hit. <coughs> Five points of piercing damage. And then for his claws, a 14. That does not hit. Okay, um, that's the end of his turn. Uh, the final, uh, that would be Ozzy is going to try and move Dicky. Uh, round uh, further forward towards the, uh, the the statue. I think that means he's making a contested strength throw against Linus, but he's going to do so with Dicky's strength. So Dicky, could you please give me an s- athletics check? And Linus, um, could you give me one to contest that, please? I, I was just going to say, I'm not actually holding Dicky anymore because I oh. healed him. Fine. In which case, this is not contested. He... Uh, drags him forward and then he places Dicky down in front of this statue and then kneels and just begins to go oh interesting okay um, there was a rumble from somewhere in the distance uh, he begins to sing a bit louder <laughs> um, and that's the end of his turn and then Fluffkins is going to take a final attack at Nigel um, first of all his bite is a natural one he uh, bites as he does so he falls off balance moves five feet in this direction booming blade <laughs> kaspoosh and Fluffkins explodes like a water balloon uh, Fluffkins is done yeah, I mean, I would make you roll a d8, but as long as it's more than as long as it's one or more, he would die. Do you want to roll it anyway? uh, yeah, let's see how explodey he gets. Yeah, two. two. <laughs> it's it's moderate, moderately explodey. It's kind of yeah. Um, you, you hear an explosion from deep within him, like a like a a, a, a dubstep dubstep drumbeat, and then he just kind of shudders and then just flows downwards. Um, blood first and then fur and then bones uh, and he drops that's the end of their turn Dickie you are conscious you've been laid down in front of a large statue and there is a six foot hamster kneeling in front of you singing all hamsters bright and beautiful what do you want to do? (laughs) (laughs) okay so so the last thing the last thing that Dickie remembers is um, is light through rain's Mm. voice in my head um what do I see? When um, I a, ha- a hamster face. Well, Very adorable hamster praying. Just see an adorable mm. hamster face. Right. 
Um, is there is the goal um, anywhere in my I think you're looking up. So I would say no. I would say you're sort of sandwiched between a large cracked blackened stone statue and this great big hamster. It would to to reach any gold or to really like take a good look at any gold. Would you need to get up first of all because you're lying down, um, and then you need to move out of the hamster's range, which would mean it might prey aggressively at you. <laughs> okay. Given that given that I can't see anybody, I'm going to do my normal thing and cast sleep. Right. No, that's fine. I'm just preparing myself. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready for that. That's fine. Ooh, um, yeah. Great. Range 60 feet. Centered, yeah, centered on the hamster. Who is it that's... So Fluffkins yeah, has Fluffkins just has exploded. Ozzy's right next to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I can't see light from where I am. Um, from where I am. You can turn your head and see that she's, she's there, yeah. She's sort of very okay. special. She's ba- barely there, but she's a little bit there. She's a, a sort of... A, a, okay. An outline of light through rain. <laughs> a, 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 silhouette, a cat silhouette. And... And Nigel, again, you can see Nigel. You can see him a little tiny silhouette bit. Yeah. Seems silhouette, but I can't, can't see Linus at all. Okay. Oh fuck it. Let's go to sleep. Oh my god. Have I just made this? Have I just made this unclean? Have I tainted this like tech from the top? Have I been the first person oh, to say yeah, that? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Um. So the centre of the sleep spell is Aussie. You've rolled a 22, so this is how it works. The creature with the least HP first falls asleep, which is Hunkins. Hunkins falls asleep. The creature with the next, the next least HP is Light Through Rain. So Light Through Rain falls asleep. Followed by you, Dickie, you fall asleep. Will will you ever learn? I can't possibly tell you, that's 15. Uh, And that's everyone, just those three. Wow. Hawkins, who is one point from death, yourself, and Rowan. That's such a waste of time. I didn't realise he was one point well, from I, death. I told you he was on death's door. That's oh, fine, mate. No. Do you know what? If you, ever, oh. if you ever cast sleep and it's effective, I think this podcast will have to end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will have to end. to buy a bottle of champagne and bring it to the office. <laughs> and you can, you know, spray it everywhere like an F1 driver. <laughs> <laughs> Linus, your turn. You just see Dickie fall back asleep. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you sort of, he look, he's now snoring <laughs> and frothing. Actually, Light Through Rain is also sleeping now. But not frothing. <laughs> right. Uh, so I was, I was just saying, can you, like, do I see Dickie rolling about on the floor? uttering like insane blabberings just moving his hands about and then all of a sudden he falls asleep like through rain falls asleep yes and i think you I, see guess little... I, I get a little bit sleepy but um completely fine yeah you feel a bit soporific you hear him just mutter sort of sleepers maximus or something and then just <laughs> <laughs> right. draw i think we've okay. pretty much established that like little moons and stars come out of his fingers when he casts sleep yeah so. correct yeah they do but they're wobbly yeah this time. Okay, I will <laughs> pick up the floor brownie that Nigel <laughs> threw at me, and I, I'll just eat it. But I'll, I'll sigh before, kind of like try and brush off some of the dirt from the floor. <laughs> uh, Nigel, did you did you say you gave him just just an eighth? 
of the brownie. A whole brownie. The, a, whole brown, a whole brownie. Okay, you give it a whole brownie. Linus, you, for a second, think, God, this is a delicious brownie. This really is worth the price I paid. And then suddenly you see this strange hamstery overlay and you are now aware of what everyone else has been seeing. Two dead hamsters, one almost dead and sleeping, one on full health and praying currently uh, and with a beautiful soprano voice and you in the middle of it. That's your action. You still have movement if you want it. Uh, so the one directly to my left ear, yes. Pumpkins. That Pumpkin, one, yeah. That one's asleep. Right. Sleeping, yeah. yes, yeah. Okay, I will. It's so cute. It's but it's rolled up in a little ball and it's going like. I will assume it's not an issue. Move to the to the side of Aussie, so directly yep. in front of me, and I guess just almost uh, look at it. Just be like, what is going on? But <laughs> the, the the moment that Linus finishes the the brownie, he will immediately let out that little, like, <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> as he sees these giant hamsters in front of him. Um, and, the, and then he'll be like... <clears throat> the, just, the, uh, uh, Ozzy is startled by that, and then just goes, shh, and then goes back to praying. Um, yeah, he's a bit, bit annoyed about you disturbing him, but he, he's got a, a, a hymn to finish. Um, and we're at the end of the round, and I think that means that we are going to leave it at the end of the session. They are working on something. These these hymns these hymns are, have an ending, okay? Um, but but you're, you're doing well. We've run out of time this episode, so we're going to leave it mid battle. But you are finally all able to see these hamsters. We'll pick it up again next session. But uh, thank you all so much for that chaotic session. You know, listen. When the session ended last week conveniently at exactly the time when I had no idea what to do next yeah. and then I spent however long it is between one session and the next thinking how do you do a hallucination as a combat with with real life <laughs> implications but also with as you've just discovered kind of slightly dodgy physics um, I hope it <laughs> I hope it um, uh, I, hope, I hope it did it justice oh, but um, yeah absolutely. thank you so much for playing guys. so That's much fun, fun. Thank you very no, much. Thank, thanks. Good. Guys. And thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you next time for more of this nonsense. Bye. 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 You've been listening to Technomancers, a D&D podcast. You can subscribe to hear the next episode when it comes out. And until then, see you later, nerds. to Technomancers. I turned mine off and on again and now it's really small. I didn't. <laughs> I'm just fucking <laughs> Press the crucial goddamn recording button. Okay, let's get ourselves ready. I've got myself ready. Three, two, one. I have the clap. That won't go in the podcast because they're talking about something they can't see. Coming to you live. Do you know what? Typically, I have closed the tab now because <laughs> I was trying to see what was underneath it. I need a bigger screen. Anyway. I have a really good thing that you can do, which is double-click on the header of the tab, and it just makes a little uh, translucent one at the top of your screen, and then you can oh. just double-click on it again to bring it up. It's so that is so useful. I didn't know this was a feature, but it is yeah. life-changing for me. I've got you all up it's... there translucently. I can just double-click to get you in. It's so great. The best thing. Please. I have once again closed my camera.
character sheet instead of doing the minimise thing. Silly. Um, it is very silly. Um, oh that's not even my character sheet. That's the wrong one. Silly. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Cure wounds. Shall we play D and D? Let's play some D and D.